I love this poem by Rumi. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. Welcome to the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast, episode number 144. Today, Judy and I got into how hard writing is when you're feeling down, sad, depressed, anxious, or just dark. You know, I usually write easily when life's going smoothly, but it's really deep and precious self-love when you write in the darkness. Welcome to the Overcoming Writer's Block podcast. I am your host, Lisa Hoffman. Has someone ever told you that you should write about an experience, but you're not sure if your writing is good enough? Do you have a story to tell, but are anxious about its success? Have you thought about writing a memoir, but worry about being judged or criticized? Are you interested in writing a book, but feel stuck and overwhelmed by the writing, editing, and publishing process? Well, I'm here for you. Every week on this podcast, I'll be answering your questions, sharing my stories, and offering tips on how you can overcome writer's block. Sometimes my fellow Sidetrack sister, Judy Goodson, will join me to offer advice. Other times, I'll interview interesting and creative people to inspire you on your journey. So, here we go. Hey, Judy. Hi, Lisa. Nice oh. crisp fall day. Oh, that's the weather. weather. I the weather every time. I think it's because I have this, I'm sitting in front of a big window and I'm looking out and I'm watching the leaves fall and, and it's just absolutely breathtaking. The colors are wonderful. And my yard, which was free of leaves two days ago, is now full of leaves. <laughs> absolutely covered. I know. The, the sky is periwinkle blue. And I took pictures on the walk this morning. And um, yeah, it was amazing. There was an amazing sunrise. And then the sun came through and just that 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 rich, warm yellow was hitting the yellow leaves. And it was, yeah. So I'll maybe put those in some of my posts. I had some. Well, thank some really you for cool taking things. the time to pay attention to that. But I can close my eyes and see it. <laughs> so, okay. So today we're not talking about the lightness though. No, we are talking about the darkness. Yes. Yeah. So, you Just know, as much a part of the experience as the lightness. It is. And um, I personally have a really hard time writing when I'm down or depressed or feeling dark. And um, I agree. Totally agree. And that is a problem because. Mm -hmm. That is where um, it, it's a huge, that's a huge problem. Writing is an incredible act of self-love. That yes. is really the, the kernel that we are going to be harping on in today's episode, how writing is an act of self-love. And when you need that self what are you uh, doing? Why are you laughing at me? I'm laughing at the, the term we're harping on. I don't. We're not really harping exactly, but now you made your point. <laughs> okay. I mean, really, I mean, that's what we're going to be focusing on. 
that doesn't sound nearly as no it's not as dramatic let's harp okay um yeah i mean both of us have been dealing with a number of different things lately you've been dealing with loss and grief and that has been huge and heavy mm-hmm. and i've just been dealing with some some just some stinky depression mm-hmm. and that's been really hard mm-hmm. so and you're just not a depressed type person. So that's especially hard. Mm-hmm. And when I go through that, when I look at all my journals, I rarely have written over the years in times of darkness or um, I've just kind of waited it out mm-hmm. and, you know, done, you know, talking. And But I wonder if, you know, if I would have used writing in my journal as a cathartic process, if I would have been able to move through those more quickly and more efficiently, more effectively. with What do you think? Have you answered that question for yourself? I think definitely. I think definitely. I was going to say, I think so too, but I I think it's kind of like what you said. When when you least feel like writing is when you most need to write or you most you get the most benefit not need or should none of that but -hmm. just benefit to you but i think sometimes we think oh i don't want to write about that it's sad or it's depressing or it's whatever but it's your life well and and i think i think it it you don't want to write about it but you also don't feel like writing (laughs) yes no it's not i agree not even the topic you don't want to write about it's just that you feel like not writing and Mm -hmm. because it is such a you know I I always go for a walk in the morning Mm -hmm. that's not even an option Mm -hmm. and I feel so much better after the walk Mm -hmm. and it's the same with writing even though I don't feel like writing it's still important to do the act because I know that after it, there's going to be a sense of a release, a sense of accomplishment and mm-hmm. a sense of, I think, I think there's going to be a sense when you process some of that, those thoughts and some of those feelings, some of those emotions of some accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that definitely agrees with the way I feel. And by not writing about it, by not doing the exercise, you know, you have the exercise of walking, you know how that makes you feel. Then there's the exercise of writing and the writing undone to me tends to leave a, um, a negative taste, a bad situation. It's kind of like, it's still there, but it's, writing unexpressed so it's not helping me no thoughts unexpressed because um i sometimes only really realize what my thoughts and feelings are mm-hmm. when they're written down mm-hmm. otherwise they just kind of it's kind of like you know when you're um when you're sleeping at night and mm-hmm. there's something that you're really anxious about and you are laying there and those thoughts swirl and it's not really even maybe one thought that's swirling, but it's this feeling of anxiety and frustration and worry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get up and you're able to say, 
I'm so frustrated about my child or this situation that's going on or this conversation that I had. You're mm-hmm. able to, to put it in its box and go, mm-hmm. and then I'll get up and get a drink of water and then I can go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. same with writing. Mm-hmm. In our day, we, 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 we have this swirl of th- thoughts and feelings that is just that undercurrent of what's going on in our day. And what we were talking about before, I think that affects our, our energy, our resonance, our frequency. Our frequency. Uh-huh. And it affects what we draw to us because, you know, if you're dealing with a person that's down and depressed and hasn't expressed it and so on and so forth, they don't typically attract those people that are feeling up and cheerful Mm -hmm. and moving forward. I mean, they actually can be put in the background by some people because they really don't want to deal with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think when you start revealing in your writing to yourself what that's about, it enables you to choose to present yourself a little differently. Not that you're being phony, but you're not feeling those feelings anymore. Or they're not, you're at a different place. Mm-hmm. You're able to process those feelings when you're doing it um, in your journal or, you know, in your daily morning pages, in in the writing that we're encouraging people to do on a regular basis. Yes, I agree. And, you know, I, I, years back, I went through a phase where I called it depression. And I actually sat down and did some very serious writing. And what I learned about myself For me, and I can't say this is for anybody else, but this is for me, my depression is actually, if it's actually depression, I'm not talking about grief, I'm not talking about sadness, I'm talking about depression. It's unexpressed anger. Mm -hmm. And if I can express that anger on the written page and get that out, I actually feel lifted. I feel lighter Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it may be inappropriate to express that anger any other way because perhaps the situation you're angry about or the person you're angry with, it would not be a helpful or curative thing to let go on them, (laughs) but you also need to not carry it. You said something about this to me earlier today when we were just having a brief conversation where you you felt that um, there's another person in my life who's going through something hard for them, and you felt that I was taking that on myself mm-hmm. and and trying to carry it instead of letting that person carry it. And I think there was some truth in that. And I think it's a real injustice to that person because they need to deal with their stuff. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can be supportive, but I can't change where they are. I I can only support, suggest, offer a hug, words of love, you know, those things and let them do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I hear you right when when I? Pretty much, that's what I told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're just speaking back to me, 
so it's interesting that you you process that. It didn't seem to hit home when when I shared that with you earlier. I'm too but, verbal when people tell me things. Sometimes I I react like, oh no, that's not it. Mm -mm. But when I really think it through, it really is it, and mm -hmm. it you know it makes more and more sense and. Yeah, I I think that, and I think that people that have rather, they're maybe extroverted and they're used to hearing themselves talk and whatever, instead of just being still and trying on what's being said, their initial reaction is to argue or to seem like they're discounting. And that's not always true. Um so, yeah, I think you're right. I think I was coming across as not being um, very, um, I wasn't very impressed with your with your feedback. But you know what? It made a lot of sense as I thought it through. There you go. So, so getting back to writing. Yes. I think that, um, you know, when we're writing about things that are hard, things that we're feeling depressed about, or as I was saying, um, darkness in our mm -hmm. life in order to really work through that and get the most out of writing towards this process of self-love I think there are a couple of things that you can keep in mind when you're mm -hmm. doing the writing mm -hmm. I think you need to understand and recognize that it's okay <laughs> to be mm -hmm. in that place that it's part of the human experience Mm -hmm. That being here and now, whether it's a place of light and bright and fun and happy and unicorns and daisies, or whether you're in a, in a, in a place of depression and darkness and frustration and anger, all those things, it's part of the human experience and it's okay Correct. to be. So Correct. just giving yourself that understanding that this too is part of, you know, every life where <laughs> shit happens and it happens to everyone. And it just, we all just have different flavors of shit. Um, that, <laughs> Ooh, that's a lovely thought. <laughs> like that, that you like that one. Yeah. Um, so, and I think the other thing is, is that in each of the places where there is darkness, where there is depression, there is also lessons. There are things that we can learn. Mm -hmm. I'm taking I, notes on you, girl. And that leads me to say, okay, so the first one is really, you have to be willing to be here and now, and that's, that it's, that it's, that it's okay to have a human experience. The second thing I want to say is that there are lessons, there is light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. The third thing is that healing can start when you admit that where you are, that you're in a bad place. That you're not okay. That you're... You know, I, I have so many people that think that living a good life is about always being positive. And I think that is a real bad rap on living with your feelings. Because if I said to you when you're feeling like that, oh, Lisa, set it aside. You should have positive thoughts. I'm chirping. That's not going to do any good for you whatsoever. It's no, not going to help you to to resolve what it is that you're depressed about. Nope. 
Oh, and all you're going to do is you're going to shut me out. You're going to shut out those words and say, get a life, you know, and I've had so many people say to me, well, I know you're supposed to think positive, you know, and they say it kind of just like that. Not very, yeah, very sing-songy, yeah. Like you're, you're just being an old Pollyanna, you know, Every, everything is not positive. And you know what? They're right. It's not. Mm-hmm. And it's totally healthy and good to live in that sense of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you said it's okay to have a human experience. The mm-hmm. third one is you said there is light in the dark. No, nope, that was the second one. The second one was there is light in the darkness, that there is lessons that you're going to be learning in this. In there this. are lessons. Okay. Yes. That's the third the one, one I- is about healing. Healing can can start when you admit that you're not okay, that this is where you are right now. I think admitting sometimes is, is part of the process. And then the fourth and last one is that really understanding that this too shall pass, that this is part of loving yourself and that the, that you have faith that, that you will be okay and that the world will be beautiful again and that you will make it through this. That faith is a real challenging one to come up with, depending on the level of your despair. Yeah. Um, And I think it takes a person who's perhaps been through despair and recovered so that they have history with themselves to know that that's true. Or I don't have an or I'm not I don't think there is another thing. I think it comes through experiencing it and being successful in seeing it for yourself that Do you think it, you can be told it? I mean, I'm thinking of somebody who's in deep despair like even suicidal. You know, it's so many um let's say people in the LGBTQ plus community will say, you know, it will get better. You know, you will have dark times, you will have light times, but this too shall pass. Um I mean, a young person who's dealing with those issues may not have the experience that at this point that that things will be beautiful again, that they will make it through this. But they're hearing it from from a trusted other person that Mm -hmm. that is the truth. That is the reality. And I think sometimes when that's the case, they'll do what I did to you. You are my trusted person. And. Even though I articulated disagreement, there truly was a spark of light that came through to me about what you said. Mm. So they can trust enough to um, to, to do the work. And that can come through writing. Uh, Mm. Sometimes it comes through cathartic talking, but I think writing is more powerful. Your example that you gave, though, you know, one thing I think we all have to help people understand is that young person that's part of the LBGQ2 that I can never say them in the right order. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Anyway, Um, they can't change the whole world. They can't change the way everybody else treats them or how everybody else responds to them. But what they can change is how they feel about themselves and about what their choices have been, and they can own them and resonate at a level that they're comfortable. 
No, it would be lovely to be able to say, oh, the world is changing and it's going to be okay. I don't necessarily know if that's the truth, <laughs> but I know that if I'm comfortable with who I am, that it's important for it to be that way. And I think a really good way to get to that comfort level, write it down, write down what you're frustrated with, get those emotions down on paper and even express if you've seen any lightness in the dark, mm -hmm. write that mm -hmm. down. If you've seen nothing but darkness, that's okay. Write it down. Yeah. So Judy, that's what we're talking about today. Take care of yourself. Are we done? Eating? I think we are. Holy cow. That time went like fast. Writing is a, is a superpower and it's a superpower when you need self-love. And I don't think there's anything, no drug. Well, drugs may help. <laughs> I'm, um, you know, there's, there's people, people may help, but I think writing is a powerful, powerful um, way to deal with hard times. It can be a block to, you know, to, to write about hard things and you might not even want to write because it's it's difficult mm -hmm. and that's okay you know i think it's so important for if we really truly look at this as a legacy and i don't know that the turtle journal will be opened as a legacy but i think it's healthy for those around us to know that times aren't always perfect that we have bad times, we have down times, we have depressions, we have things that we're dissatisfied with about our life. But we address them and we work through them and we go to the next step and the next step and the next step. Mm -hmm. And a great way to figure out what those next steps are is through your writing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. Judy, love you. Great theme. I love it. I love you too. We'll talk again next week. I can't wait. Great. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Wait, stop. Okay. So this is the end of our episode today and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it interesting, informative, inspiring, entertaining. Wow. Isn't that a huge expectation? But seriously, maybe you found these words do match what you're feeling. Well, in that case, we would love if you would please rate and review our podcast. It's super simple. All you have to do on your phone, go to your podcast app, scroll down to where you see the stars. You can click on the stars to rate the podcast. And then there's this little purple label that says, rate this podcast. And you click on there and then you can type in your words. You see, by doing this, it'll help our algorithm, which will enable more people to find us. We'll just have more fun that way. Also, if you haven't checked out my relatively new Instagram page for Lisa Hoffman Coaching, you should stop by. Click it, check it out, follow me. I've got some fun ideas that I don't want you to miss out on. So once again, thank you so much for being with us today and see you next time.